Recording, recording, recording. Perfect. This episode is brung to you by... Magic. Nope. No? Okay. All right. Couldn't get magic this week. Sorry, folks. The following episode is brought to you by the Belizean government. Rejecting our presidential candidate since 2012. If these policies, in many instances, either reflect or take into account the proximity of the United States, living next to you is in some ways like keeping with an elephant. No matter how friendly or even tempered is the beast, I can call it that, one is affected by every twitch and grunt. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is September 12th, 2015, and welcome to episode number 89 of the Sleeping with the Elephant podcast, where we put the you in color commentary. This is the Culture Clash podcast for Canadians and Americans alike. I am resident American Paul Swickard. Joining me is Ryan Murphy. Ryan, good morning, good afternoon, and everything in between. Good afternoon. Good, good afternoon. evening and good night. I don't know. There's a movie about that. There is. We should go watch it. No. Okay. <laughs> Ryan, it's what? another week and we're back. We're back. I'm Two glad weeks to hear in it. a row. We did it. <laughs> Hail the conquering hero. You know, I am proud. Mm-hmm. To be an American. Good. But sometimes I'm not proud to be an American. Good. <laughs> Do you ever get those moments where you just are... I, I have these moments constantly now uh-huh. where I just am ashamed of like what we allow to occur. <laughs> um, and in the, in the state and what is, I guess, more importantly, what's associated with uh, being an American. Do y'all ever get just... Like oh, I, I don't. Sometimes think I, being canon, Canadian is just the just the worst. But I don't. I, yeah, I I think there's a the biggest difference because there are Canadians that are that act like like uh, goofballs. We'll say uh, yes. You know that happens. And well, I know yeah, I, and we talk about them. Yeah, exactly. And I know everybody jumps on the oh Rob Ford. Hi, ah, see Canada. Rob Ford is a very easy target. A very yeah. big. But the difference is that Rob Ford isn't running around going, Canada, yeah, look at my Canadian flag I'm wearing around. Whereas most of the crazy Americans are... Put on one of those crazy hats and hunt moose. Yeah, well, see that, see again, like that does not (laughs) happen. Like, yes, there are crazy Canadians, but they don't, they don't like, they aren't super patriotic. I have a Canadian flag tattooed on my left butt cheek oh there's got to be someone i'm sure but they don't there's make the someone news. out there that has a canadian flag tattooed in a place where they would not feel comfortable sharing at a dinner party like two two of the three stories we have today are examples <laughs> of what i'm talking about i'm talking about these crazy american people who wear the american flag like strapped around their shoulders and they're like ah see i'm crazy and be, that's america's great which is true i think america's awesome but i don't think crazy people who try to use america's awesomeness is good do you do you understand where i'm coming from no what so what you, i'm trying uh, to say is i don't really feel the way that you feel about being american i i don't really it's I, conflicting i guess is my point yeah no, I, I, don't I, usually, I was just wondering if there's ever a moment like if you're ever ashamed ever not really uh yeah. i'm trying to think like if anything like, I don't know, sometimes on the world stage, like the government will do something stupid or say something stupid and and that might 
might make me feel like, oh, God, I can't believe I'm Canadian. That sucks. But I, <laughs> but on that front, it's like, what, what other country would I, would I feel that I want to be, you know? Like, it feels like when you, you regret being American, you'd think, or any country for that matter, or any nationality, you would have sure. some sort of backup, you know? Like the people uh, who say, oh, think- I'm, I'm embarrassed to be American. I'm going to move to Canada. Like, that's their backup, right? What's your backup? Uh, Cuba? Say this. No, not Cuba. In- well, it wouldn't be England. You've kind of, like, I- exhausted all your allies, right? Like, it, it has to be Canada. <laughs> we don't have... We have plenty of allies, all right? <laughs> yeah, well... No, I, no, my backup, honestly, is probably Canada. See? And I'm ashamed to even admit that on the show, but that's probably what it is. I don't think I'd have a backup. I think, like, Canada's, like... I think Canada's everybody's backup, maybe, you know? Like... Someone in, in, in England, uh, just something stupid happens and says, man, I wish I wasn't British. I'm going to go to Canada. You know, like Canada's the, is your country by default, maybe. I don't know. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I don't think, you know, plenty of people would proudly admit, hey, if I had to, I would totally move to Canada. Sure. But, you know, there are plenty of people who wouldn't. No, exactly. Admit this. They're they're and they're yet very similar. Go. You know, we're we're very similar countries, and I think it works in the sense that if as long as you don't want to like, as long as you're not Kim Davis, you'll be fine. You know, or John McAfee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you probably would hate Canada up here. I'm just saying, because we uh, have we maybe. have some strict gun laws. And That's true. Uh, we we allow gay marriage, so I know both of those things. Both of those things don't seem to be doing too but well. But a for killer him. farming community for Kim Davis's husband. Did you see those overalls? Oh, they were those were some farming overalls, man. Yeah, I I mean, if I had to farm, those are the overalls I'd want to wear. Not his specifically, but that that type. No, no, you went there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> So what are we starting right, off with today? Come yeah, on. let's get into it. Um, as if this whole presidential election wasn't a shit show enough already. Um, Mr. John McAfee, uh, creator of McAfee Software, is decided that he is not only running for president, he's um, creating his own party. Okay, can I just say something? First thing that pops into my head when I'm looking at this story, Paul. Uh-huh. He looks like a broke ass Charlotte uh, Copley, the guy, the guy from District Nine. You would, you're nobody's gonna know who that is. The the guy from District Nine, the main guy, not Matt Damon. No, that's Elysium. Sorry. No, no, you're right. No, it's it, it does kind of look like him. I'm with you. Just he looks a a very like a very tired, very old one of those Oop. guys. He, he kind of looks like he, he kind of looks like if District Nine Elysium. Uh, failed miserably and he's resorted to having to hug uh former venture <laughs> and he's writer, become a cracker that's what it looks like he took up crack he looks even crazier in his announcement video yeah you originally sent me this and it was just basically like yeah i'm running now he's got this weird announcement video where he's on a green screen and he's just yelling at the camera and, and it feels very like doctriny like he's just like he he believes every word he's saying, even though it's all nonsense. I just stopped listening after the first two minutes. <laughs> hopefully nothing. He hopefully he didn't save anything big he, for the end. We should really 
give people a taste of this. Yeah, Here, yeah. hang up. Let's 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 listen to the official campaign announcement from Mr. John McAfee. It is near certain that the authors of America's Declaration of Independence and Lincoln's Gettysburg Address, text of agonizing beauty in the face of today's harsh realities, music, could not have anticipated a world in which spy cameras are hidden in cactuses. The government surreptitiously parses our verbal communications, and the concept of privacy is fast approaching extinction. They could not have anticipated a world in which information is the prime commodity of exchange at the expense of grace, compassion, solitude, and the remaining fragile components of the besieged human heart. What they did anticipate is that governments, no matter how powerful, right, hear, no, will yeah, always we, hunger for more power. And that power inevitably no, more, more of this, Paul. Like, it doesn't stop. He just governments are composed of human beings, and all of the frailties that humans possess are absorbed into those governments that this nation shall by the way uh, like just so everybody knows it is it, it, they may have cut it but it looks just like one shot of him behind a green screen behind that what's on top of that green screen is just a bunch of books and he's just talking at the camera like there's no images there's no nothing it's just him he just uh, looks angry like he looks so oh. freaking angry have a new birth of freedom and the government of the people by the people for the people shall not perish from the earth i live in a country that has passed so many laws that at an average reading speed it would take me 600 years to read reading 24 hours a day i'm protected by a government that invades my privacy so that it can assure me that i am not the enemy it is protecting me from I live in a country that is governed by people largely illiterate in cybersecurity, as proven by the multiple government computer hacks. Yet cyber warfare is now the means of war. My government is dysfunctional. For the 300 million other Americans, you are in the same boat with me. So stand with me to protect our freedom. Visit McAfee16.com. He's got to know. He's got to know that this is dumb. No. See, that's the thing, Paul, is that people who do this stuff think they're, they've got it nailed. He's got to know. No, he doesn't. This is Trump all over again, except he has less money. That's and he, the thing. And he, I think Trump knows, too. No, he doesn't. I do. I, I think you're giving these people way too much credit. These people are crazy. They, they must be stopped. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Like, okay, yes. Do you have a vetting process for people who 100% like... 100% they are crazy. Okay. I Perfect. I will give you that. Good. But I also think that... I don't think... Okay, here's Paul's two cents. I don't know about McAfee, but I do think that Trump is really just... I don't think he thinks he can win. I think he thinks he can get, he can get enough clout to to essentially drop out of the race and tell all his followers to back somebody else. So do you think he's like that, literally he's just, trolling? Just trying, no, I think he's trying to get some power, right? I don't think he'll win. I don't think he thinks he's going to win. But I think he's trying to – basically, I think he's trying to get in well with whoever is the next president. That's what he's trying to do. Right. By acting by like putting, a fool. by pushing no, by pushing all of his followers to back a particular candidate, that's what I think is going. I on. see. Oh uh, uh, yeah, okay. I mean that if okay, 
if there's an argument to be made about whether he knows what he's doing or not, sure, that's a solid argument. I, I'll <laughs> give you that. But I right. still think he's he's crazy. I, 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 I mean, I consider myself to be a pretty average person in terms of beliefs. You know, normal. Not, I'm not too extreme on things. I just I do good, and good is done to me. All right. I think that's a Bible phrase. Paraphrasing. Sure. sure. A little prep yeah, for our next that is absolutely. story. Uh, it, it's the Bible is written by uh, by Matthew McConaughey. Um, <laughs> it'd be cooler if you did. I lost my th- train of thought. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I, I lost it again. I'm sorry. All I right, had a right. point. We're moving on. Here, look, Mac, just in case, just so we're clear here, mm-hmm. he's had problems, of legal course. problems. Like we like all do. He, no. I'm not talking. <laughs> no. This is not. This is very. You're talking about parking unique. tickets, right? No. Oh, I'm okay. Not. I'm going to let you finish. Um, but I had the best parking ticket. My comment time. at the top of the show. At one point, he decided to move to Belize. Right? Yeah. Here, it's nice this time of year. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, God knows why he was there in the first place, but he was there. He was supposedly a person of interest and a connection for a murder. Oof. Yeah. Apparently it took place at his home and was in, it was McAfee's neighbor at the time. And it, he's been described. I mean, on top of that, he's been described as paranoid. Um, even cr- like crazy. They didn't use that. They didn't use crazy. They used the word bonkers. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, at some point he decided to, we'll say, we'll put this nicely, uh, leave Belize and go to Guatemala and seek asylum. So, yeah. So he, is, he, is he in the States then? I guess, do we know that? He that's the be. thing. Is in uh, he At some point in the past, I think, two years, like I think in 2004, let's see. Oh no! This was in 2012. He was uh, released. He was in. He was in a detention center in Guatemala because he entered the country illegally, and at some point he was essentially deported to the United States. <sighs> okay. So, he <laughs> and by the way, this was by the way this was in August 2015. Uh, he was charged with driving under the influence possession of a firearm while intoxicated. Sounds like a model candidate for 2016, for, Paul. Dude, he's creating a new party. Like, that That to me, just... Out of this whole thing, that's the craziest part. Mm-hmm. What party is he creating? It, what, what? What party? The cyber party. Like... As in... Like talking dirty cares cyber? Deeply. No? No. Oh. That was a bad joke. <laughs> As in... You're a bad joke. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Oh. No, I, I would assume that the reason he's calling the cyber party is someone who cares about cybersecurity, both internally, you know, both internally and externally. Do like we care about cybersecurity? Like no, not really. Okay. I'm with him on that, actually. That we, well, wait, did you just agree with John McAfee? I agreed with a portion of John McAfee's rants, Yeah. It is true. Cybersecurity, I think, gets a bad rap. Oh, no. Well, it gets lax. Like, oh, 
So as shut up, <laughs> good job, dude. Stop talking to me, Cybers. No. Uh, How's that? So, can you ask Siri what is cybersecurity? All right. Hey Siri. No, she's not listening. Hey Siri. 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 Just okay. What is cyber? Information. <sighs> no. What is cybersecurity? There we go. We got All it. All right. Here's what I got. Uh, computer security, also known as... Yeah. She brought up Wikipedia. I could have done that. Yeah. Um, All right. This is over. Yeah. So, yeah. He... He's a bad person. He wants to run oh. for president alongside these nuts and Trump. Like, I mean, is there any more... Any, I'm, I'm not no, surprised he if Kim Davis... announced his candidacy, now. and that's it. Yeah. Well... Unless... Again, uh, underscoring the fact he is a person of interest in a murder <laughs> and he's been arrested for drunk driving while possessing an unlicensed firearm so there's that good well you know what everybody cleans up sometimes paul wow okay being president um, <laughs> can be exactly what he needs so kim davis uh-huh the woman who uh, refused to, to issue uh, licenses, to, to marriage licenses to gay people. Yes? Yes. I remember All that right. from last week. You should tell me something about her. I should? What do you mean? What? <laughs> All right, Ryan, we'll try this again. You put a story in here, or a YouTube oh, clip, I right, right, say. right. So she went to jail, right? And then she yes, got she out of jail, and NBC reported breaking news of her breaking her silence after being released from jail for refusing to do her job. Uh-huh. And it's it basically turned into a rally and I got real uncomfortable uh just real uncomfortable <laughs> with this whole thing. So you should play a clip and then skip <laughs> to the working overtime part cuz it's really good. <laughs> okay. Wait, say that again. I should play the clip and then what? Skip ahead a little bit to when they actually bring her out because the music they use is fantastic. All right. Let's can go. only play 30 seconds of it because they play the whole thing. Maybe you would like to personally express your thanks to the person who had the courage to cause a lot of people to start standing up. A per- All, right. All right, Huckabee, you're done. Okay, let's skip here. Of 99 and 9 tenths percent of the politicians in this country, and sadly, that exceeds a bunch of even the pastors of this country. But I believe that her act is going to wake up the politicians, the pastors, and the people. Would you please help me welcome to the stage Kim Davis? Yes. Hot I love it. So Them, she she basically okay. comes out to Eye of the Tiger, and it turns into a rally for for Kim Davis and and her supporters. And you know what? It's great that she's out of jail because jail sucks. So I've heard. I don't have any personal experience in jail, but I know it sucks. I've seen HBO's Oz. It was a terrible place. Um, so it's good that she's out. But I really don't think. I really don't think it's good that she's using it to continue to do the thing that got oh, well, her in jail. Uh, well, yeah, of course. 
It's going to continue. See, this is the thing. I, I feel a little guilty. I'll just put it like this. Sure. I feel a little giddy, guilty even talking about it because this is exactly... Well, we're part of the problem, Paul. That's that's basically... <laughs> I mean, there was two taglines when we started the show. It was the Culture Class show and also we're part of the problem. <laughs> Culture Class show was a little more catchier. Uh, no, I... Is it, well, okay. In this particular case, I don't think we're much of the problem. I think that I think that kind probably a little bit more so with people like Trump. <laughs> right. Yes. Okay. But, but here I, I feel like this is a thing that needs to be discussed. But at the same time, I don't know. Here's what I don't understand. The, pe- the circles just, that I run in, I don't know of many people who agree with her, even religious people. So... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, most religious, we've had this conversation before. Most religious people that I know are, are very nice people and don't like to get in the way of others. And uh, when. Well, when, there's a difference, right? Yes. Like, I, I'm not talking about not liking to get in the way. I'm talking about them having a particular issue with using a position of like that to 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 try to force people into believing or force people to doing uh, certain actions that you want them to do. Yeah. And I mean. The separation of church and state is really is really important, and something I've noticed in in the in our elections that are coming up is that religion is is never really mentioned. Religion doesn't come up. We just talk about the issues. We talk uh, we talk about what's going on. Like, and a religion comes up when when it's related to issues that are happening around the world. Uh, I'm not going to come up with examples because I'm sure I'll just butcher it. But a, a lot of people who are listening is like, Ryan, religion comes up all the time in Canadian politics, but not like not like this. Not in a way where people, elected officials, if someone did something like this, they'd be, that's them saying they don't want the job. Well, you know? I was thinking about this. If she had done what she was supposed to do, like, it, it, okay, let's say you're in a position and you find yourself ha- being part of your job being doing something that you have a moral problem with, right? Sure. What you should do, what any normal person would do, is quit. Yeah. You quit in protest because you're saying, you know what, this is not a good thing. This is against what I believe. I should quit. But if she had done that, no one would have talked about it. No one. Right? You and I, we would have never heard about this woman. There's no True. chance. No, so her doing this, her being belligerent, is causing this. <laughs> yeah, but what is this? Like, th- this is the thing. Like, not enough people agree with her. Mike Huckabee agrees with her. That's not enough people. And no, I, I, know. I know. And, and I, I, you I know just, what? I'm I, sure troves of people mm-hmm. absolutely believe her and are absolutely 100% obviously, clearly by that rally, right? But I think the majority of America thinks she's crazy. I, I 100% agree with that. Okay. Like that's the thing I don't understand is I know she's standing up for her religious beliefs and everything, but when you're, and a lot of uh, other shows and 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 articles and news sites have put this really well, and and I will just, I will repeat it here. Uh, it, a smart thing was said about this. It's just that you know what, like when you work for the when you work for the government, you are there to uphold the laws of the government, not your own laws. You know, you're 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 providing a service through the government and you have to abide by the rules. And if you don't want yeah. to abide by the rules, like you said, you resign. That's what you do. That's what you should have done. If you want a clean <laughs> conscience on your own terms, 
then you resign. You don't drag the system down with you. It's just these laws are in place to make people's lives better. And she is actively hurting a lot of people by doing stuff like this. It's it's really frustrating because a lot of people worked really hard to get to this point and she's just shitting all over it because she thinks she knows better than a majority of America and the world for that matter. She is, she is, she is a single person against the world. Uh, yeah, that's a thing. I don't, I don't think she's a single person against the world. I think, well, okay. That's a overstatement, but I, I I think that, I think that certainly there obviously some people believe her, whether or not, you know, you think Huckabee is just doing this for political jargon, then there you go. He's a crazy person to attach himself to this. <laughs> I don't know much about Mike Huckabee. Well, is he the Huckabee one that owns is, the restaurants? Or? No, he's the guy. He's the religious dude. He's the Kentucky governor, I want to say, or at least he used to be. Um, so but he's no. the one guy that they put that rule in, separation of church and state, and he's just so pissed. Probably. Yeah. No, he's he he tries to uh <laughs> he tries to bring up the religious right a lot. That's what he tries to do. He did not do well in the last election. He will not do well this election. Good. Serve yeah. him right. Yeah. I, I just think like, you know, you can be religious and political at the same time. You do, you do Well, that's not- the thing, right? Like that that brings up an interesting discussion that we really don't have time for, but mm. the thing was is that like you have to be religious, but not too religious, right? Like you have to claim to be Christian, sure. But you can't be too religious. You can't be too far over the top. If you're too far over the top, you're Huckabee. If you're not religious enough, you're like, I shoot who the probably someone like. <laughs> I was gonna say Mitt Romney, but that's stupid. <laughs> He's pretty religious, isn't he? He's pretty religious. No, I, I think Obama. Is, Obama pretty, is probably the right amount of religious for the American people. You know? Yeah, like not. It's not pre. You know, the man has a a a, a system that. Sure, whatever. He, he's got he's got religious backgrounds. That's fine. And for some people, I think for a majority of people, that helps them connect a lot better with politicians. You know connecting with somebody you've never met or heard or shook hands with can be tough unless you have some sort of like uh, common ground to stand on and some for some people that's faith right that that helps them so i can totally understand if you want to be an elected official it helps to be just have some some form of religious background or belief that does not surprise me but man kim davis is just over the top yeah, and she'll go away. Oh, I know, and we'll have somebody else to talk about. You know, it's fine. We'll always. I I realize me complaining is basically me saying I I want this show to never have content. It's like that's not the case. <laughs> I want more American crazy people to talk about Paul. Hurry him up. Uh, done. All right. Huffington Post. Sure. The people who run that are pretty crazy. Perfect. This is not. You know what? A lot. I realized this the other day. Like we have get a lot of kind of just general publications from Huffington Post. Almost none of them are of any value. Sure. Like like any real like material journalistic value, which is why we talk about them. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I I don't I, I 
sometimes I find myself like on Twitter seeing all the Huffington posts posts come up and I'm like, why the hell do I follow this? And then I remember, oh, right, I got to prepare for the show. <laughs> so it's the only reason that I actively pay attention to the Huffington Post. Sometimes they come up with, with cool, you know, knickknacks to show off that are on the internet, but Reddit usually takes care of that. So I don't know. The, the internet's a weird place. Don't, don't subscribe. So talk to me about this story. What's going on? So as you may not be aware, Paul, we have an election here in Canada in a month. I, it, is a, it is a month away. I had no idea. Yeah, because and and for I knew our listeners, that it was coming up. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's on October nineteenth, and the fact that that is happening in a month and a week, and the first two stories were strictly American is kind of shocking for a lot of probably Americans to be honest. For Canadians, like oh, whatever shit happens. Um, <laughs> something cool that's popped up on the Huffington Post is an article detailing. Many Canadian, not many, I guess, some Canadian candidates for the 2015 election that have had to step down or have gotten significant heat over past social media usage. All right. Now, now, as Huffington Post does with the main article, they posted a list. So I wanted to just kind of showcase some of these beauties. So uh, Catherine Swampy, who's running for the NDP in Alberta's Battle River, Battle River Crowfoot Riding is under fire for two posts, and those two posts are, and I'm and I'm not paraphrasing here, but I will I will censor myself. F you rabbit, B keep talking all your s. What was it you decided to write on my wall and decided to erase? What? And then follow up comment. You're effing with the wrong chica, B. You best do yourself a favor and F off before I do something, B, all caps. You, 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 why, why are you censoring yourself? I don't know. I just feel like I, I, for some reason, I want to just make this show as PG-13 as possible. We get one F word, but I'm saving it. <laughs> I'm not going to warn you ahead of time. Uh, <laughs> so this, this, these posts were made five years ago. Okay. In uh, 2011. And it also there is and they a. They are. They've since obviously. Yeah. Run to like the this woman is running for. So everybody minister. goes in and looks at their profile and like oh look at this uh, and and the funny thing is is that this was they've what they've done is I think they've converted their personal Facebook page into their campaign page, which is dumb. <laughs> uh, that's no, like that's social media faux pas. It doesn't make any sense, Paul. Uh, but also included is Swampy's husband, who has appears to be a part of a gang. Uh, him posing with friends, with uh, smoking some sort of joint, and a gun pointing at the camera. Joint. Yeah, I don't know what's in the joint. With a marijuana cigarette. So, this is. The, I mean, we've all done stupid stuff on social media. It's just funny that this is news that people are like latching onto. It's like, oh. I, Five years ago, she was a different person and said a bunch of stupid stuff. Like, see, this should have happened like over a year ago for us. Yeah, really, for oh, candidates oh, yeah. that have announced. It, well, what they would have like this would have brought been brought up for anybody who was even thought to be running for president. Uh, so that's the first like, thing. That's kind of what happened through Twitter. Like that's why they're still talking about the Benghazi emails. Oh dear. Yeah. Oh, with uh, Clinton, yeah. Well, yeah, cool. uh, that's my point. Is like you guys do the same thing, just much later. <laughs> yeah, well, that's how we roll. It saves a lot of money in the long run. A um, couple of couple of ones that they've posted here. Uh, let me know if you feel like this is worthy of being 
getting a news post written about you and getting under fire. Uh, Virginie Provo, a young Bloc Québécois candidate, embarrassed her party with this after a survey she answered came in light, came to light. Uh, asked, okay, and I'm going to ask you this first, Paul. What what would you need in the event of a nuclear attack? What would I need? Yeah, what would you need? I would need quite a few things. Well, let's let's do, let's do three because that's what she's provided. <laughs> I would need um, a clean source of water. Mm-hmm. I would need a clean source of food, uh-huh. and I would need shelter. Those were the big, those would be the big things that I could think of off the top of my head. Well, you and Virginie. Uh huh. I feel like I'm pronouncing that wrong. No, uh, you definitely did, but we're gonna go with it. <laughs> Agree on one. She said chips, so we we can probably equate chips? that. Chips is what you've agreed on. That's the reason I'm I didn't leading agree with chips. With it. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I did not agree with her on chips. <laughs> A clean source food, chips. That is the connection, and that's where it ends because her other two are her cell phone and a penis. So <laughs> keep going here. Well, uh, I don't know. I probably need those things too. I just well, yeah, didn't but... <laughs> think of them. <laughs> I think I think by default you you yeah anyway really gonna go there? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna Sue McDonnell, a board member of the for the Conservatives in the Bay of Quinney. Oh, this is my old stomping ground was fired after she posted on Facebook that a Cree woman recently crowned Miss Universe was a monster and a smug, entitled liberal pet. Uh, Sounds like the Bay of Quinny to me. Uh, let's see. That one's not funny. I don't understand how that's bad. She, she got fired for it. Well, yeah, but how is that bad? Was a like, monster... Wait, 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 a, was it a racist comment? It didn't seem like it. it uh, yeah, you're right. It wasn't, it wasn't racist. It was just stupid, to be honest. But, Probably. Um, uh, all right, all right. That one's not okay. Here's one: the ex-conservative candidate made a splash in headlines on September 6th after footage of uh, Jerry Bantz peeing into a mug, then emptying it into a sink resurfaced. So that he weird. Okay, these are all. The first example was really great, and now the rest are kind of dumb. Um, Joe da- Joy Davies resigned as the liberal candidate in BC. After telling the Huffington Post Canada it is safe for pregnant women to smoke pot and that it might make their kids smarter. Weird. Okay. That makes sense. That that Good. seems like a solid reason to, to resign. So I don't know. Oh, oh. Here's, we'll end on this one, I think. A conservative <laughs> candidate in Toronto was booted from the party on September 7th. This is Tim Dutau. Dutau? After a series of YouTube pranks surfaced showing... Duteau faking a mental illness and pretending to orgasm during what appeared to be a customer service call. It so, sounds like you know what that sounds like. It sounds like a Key and Peele sketch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except that's awesome. I don't know. Uh, yeah, and there, there's a couple of other ones here. These are actually worth going through, but some of these are. Some of them, some of them are handled better than others. Uh, where some candidates will just be like, "Oh, yep, yeah, I'm resigning. I was a terrible person." Others are like, "I was a kid." There's a young candidate, a liberal candidate here from Calgary. Um, I don't think she stepped down, but she made some offensive tweets when she was a child, like when she was a teenager. That's how young she is running now. And then when she made these comments, it was, it was just a 
it was she was being a kid. I don't know. But I mean, really, Paul, like if, if we ran for president uh-huh. and they went back through our tweets and our Facebook posts, they'd probably find something that they could post on the news and say, like, look, whatever this person did a stupid thing. Maybe. But see, the thing is, is the only way I, I think that this is we're going to I I, at least I hope this is true. This is me being optimistic. Mm-hmm. I hope that more and more people just kind of own up to whatever it is that they are dealing with. You know, like if you and I, if okay, let's say we run for president and we're like, okay, this person said this on Twitter. Paul said that I, I don't know, that Ryan is a dingleberry. Yeah, that's happened. So either own it. Yeah, which you should. And when I say own it on the, I say like, I'm like, well, yeah, he is a dingleberry. Oh. Or say, yeah, I said that. It was stupid. (laughs) Like, that's it. Like, you you have to, you can't just, I feel like the, the, the standard issue is kind of like just doing these, like just denying these things Mm -hmm. or just kind of distancing yourself from it. But if you, and this, I think a lot of this has to do with the people that I, you know, the company that I generally keep. Sure. Right? You know, it, it, pretty much anyone who creates content on the internet, they have to be out there fully because it, it, you can't get around it. Well, the this internet is, like, is This is kind of like, well, I mean, Bill Cosby tried to, right? Like he, tr- he thought that he could just kind of, let, this thing would go away. He thought that it would be just a completely, you know, it would over the stuff would be overblown, and you know, it would die out. Yeah. It, that maybe thirty years ago, but we're not there anymore. People, the internet is a <laughs> well. The internet preserves things forever. It is probably the best, the best museum we have of people's lives, and that nothing truly ever goes away. If even if one person finds an interest in in that. Um, let's use a real, real example that I've had, like in, in a sense where like Ryan has proof that he played a terrible Sonic game when he was in university, we could use that against him, you know, (laughs) uh, because he has a tweet. And if someone found some sort of interest in that tweet and, and archived it or shared it to, to bring up at a, at a moment's notice, even if I tried to scrub the internet, like somebody has taken notice of it, like it's, it's saved forever. People are gonna know I played that terrible Sonic game, Paul, and it scares me. It scares. See, me. I feel but like I would own up see. To it. Uh, uh, here's the problem, Ryan. What? And this is it, let's okay. Put me in the position of your campaign manager. I'm mm-hmm. going to tell you right now. I'm going to drop some truth bombs on you. Sure, drop them. You, I'm sorry. You would apologize way too much. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm I played all those stupid Sonic games. Right, right. You would actually acknowledge these things. I'm the reason you would, they you would keep be you them. would and what I mean is like you would acknowledge it for a lot longer than they needed to be acknowledged for. Like let's say that somebody really did call you out on it playing a terrible Sonic game. Sure. You would actually spend the next 15 minutes talking about why you were playing the terrible Sonic well, game. Well, I wanted the achievements. Right. Okay, see. <laughs> Go. You wouldn't just say, "Yeah, that was dumb." and move on. I haven't played. I you know what? I've been clean for at least two years on Sonic games. So, oh god. <laughs> so I'm just saying that's all, that's all I'm saying because you just it's yeah. How you, quickly would you would would you resign? <laughs> as my well, it depends. See that? Manager. Okay, okay. Good question. Uh-huh. Depends on <laughs> which Sonic game I played. 
no, it, whether you would actually listen to me or not. <laughs> well, do I listen to you now? Uh, good point. No, I resign. Sorry. Okay, perfect. <laughs> All right, Ryan, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good show. All right, cool. Um, you want to read the the email that we got? Our fine feedback. Yeah, we got we got an email from Derek from Edmonton, a fellow hey, Canadian. He says, hey, Paul and Ryan, as a resident Canadian, after working at one of the major Canadian financial institutions for the past 12 years, I have a question about American banks. This one's for you, uh-huh. Paul, I think. Uh, I think. After hearing about it on Reddit and a few other places, do you really have drive-through tellers? We have drive-through yes. ABMs, but not actual tellers. Please tell me if this is real, and if so, well, I don't know. Thanks. <laughs> we used to. It was a much bigger thing before the pretty much the internet but yeah we absolutely had drive-through tellers weird we, yeah we may have but we don't well, need it like that's a thing you don't really i mean uh, you we still could like there's still some call for it mm-hmm. but i feel like it would be more like a, a drive-through atm now right like there's right. no need to there's very little need to actually talk to somebody at a bank <laughs> unless yeah. you're like actually doing like real business yeah, and if you're doing business, you go in. That's like going yeah. to the Tim Hortons and going to the drive-thru to order like 12 sandwiches instead of your just your coffee. The drive-thru is for coffee, Paul, not for sandwiches. Don't. So, yeah. You, you, uh, and you, by the way, at the time, even at the time, mm-hmm. Derek, uh, yeah, you being flabbergasted is the correct response. It's super weird. It was super weird at the time. When was the last time you went to a bank? It's been a while. I do everything. The real quote, like even go in. I think the last time I had to go in to a bank was for quarters and that was for laundry. Huh. <laughs> I think that was the last time I had to do that. that okay. Well, that's a, that's a valid. That's, but I think see, now I don't even need that. Yeah. yeah. There you go. You've got an infinite source of quarters. Uh, thank you very much for the email, Derek. And I look forward to reading more of them. Yeah. Uh, Ryan. Let's yeah. get out of here, huh? Cool. Yeah, no, I I gotta go make dinner. Yeah, dude, you're you're freaking. How old are you? You're making dinner at four thirty. We. What time do you eat dinner? <laughs> like seven. Oh, we usually eat earlier than that. <laughs> like Wait, we usually eat like five six o'clock. Hold on, hold on. Wait a second. <laughs> what? <laughs> Was that the first like I've stopped yeah, I, the I, outro I music? Out. I, I completely stopped. Right. Hold up. What? You have you what time do you normally eat dinner? Uh like usually between five and six. Is that a Canadian thing? I don't know. I Does everybody it, do that? I think it's just whenever you want to eat. Some sometimes I'll eat at seven. Because old people do that. My grandparents do that. I'm hungry. I'm hungry right now. Maybe I had a light okay. lunch. Sue me. Right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, please, you know what? Email me and Ryan, uh, please, and tell me what time you eat dinner. Because as far as I know, this was an old person thing. But maybe I'm wrong, and maybe this is a Canadian thing. But, yeah, this is weird. All right. You, you, I, so where, where can people dumbfounded. send like, their thoughts on when they eat dinner? Because that's, that's the call out for feedback Ryan this week. Ryan is so ready to get out of here. He's hungry. I'm st- this I, is the I reason. Get, I get <laughs> <laughs> no, because my pregnant wife wants me to cook dinner, and oh. that's the real. That's all right. All that's, right. That's that's you should, uh, hell hath no you, three or whatever. You should. There, we'll start over. 
info at sleepingwiththeelephant.com is where you should tell me what time you eat dinner. Big thanks to Alpha Geek Radio for helping host our show. And reviews and feedback is always appreciated. We love it. We should, we should get more of it. You can find me at PeaceWickard on Twitter. You can find Ryan at R. Murphy. Ryan, it's been another show. Good yeah. talking to you. Go eat dinner.